0: Hi, this is Andre Moultrie with the JJC Podcast, Jacksonville Jaguars Country. Um, Today we'll be talking about the Yannick situation, some signings, just Jaguar information, just Jaguar stuff, how we feel about the Jaguars, etc. Just a couple topics, this is the very first episode, so if you're checking out the episode, Thank you, thank you This is the very first of many To the start of the season Um, Let's jump into the Yannick situation Yannick Um, There was reports that came out This week That Yannick was going to be traded Or close to being traded Um, I seen it on the Twitter of Michael Lombardi that he was going to be close to being traded for a second round pick. And, yeah, it sounds good. But do we honestly know? You know, he took a shot at us. And I didn't like that. He said that we were going to be the number one pick. He, It was some type of shot like that. And I ain't like that. I don't think Yannick makes that big of a difference. We have a young team, and we would love for Yannick to be here because he's a great player. He's been a good player for us, but let's be real—if we can be real—he's an elite. He, hes a top-tier pass rusher. But does he change a game? And I go to 2017 because he changed games. But then I have to look at... Who did he have on side of him? He had Calais Campbell. He had Dante Fowler, who's also a pass rusher. I think he's a pretty good pass rusher. If I could give him a grade, he's a a B-plus, A-minus pass rusher. Um he's pretty good. He's a pretty good pass rusher, but I don't think he makes that much difference. He he doesn't change the game in a sense where we're going to win four or five extra three or four extra games because he's on the field. He's not that much of a difference maker, but he is an elite or yeah, he's he's in the elite pass rusher range. His run defense defending the run is going to need some work, but He's pretty good. Now, when I heard the report that he was going to be traded for a second-round pick, and then it was reported that it would be the Jets, I said, okay, we're getting a second-round pick out of him. Okay. Finally, the saga is over. Not so fast. As I've heard today, um, the Jaguars aren't trading Yannick anytime soon. Um... That was according to General Manager Dave Carwell, um, when he spoke on XM Radio. He spoke to Charles Davis and Alex Moravvez. So, if what Dave Carwell is saying is true and it's not a poker face, this saga will continue. Um, if you need a rundown of the saga, check out www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com, where the incredible Larry Brake. Breaks down the situation. But. I'm tired of this situation. And I know fans are tired of this situation. Honestly. We would love to have him back. But honestly. If you don't want to be here. We don't want you here. Point blank simple. I mean. He's a great player. And for a young team like that. We would love to have a player of his stature. He's he's not a bad player. He's someone we drafted that should be here. I feel like when you draft a player, you draft him as a a step a staple for what you're trying to build. The Jaguars recently have not been able to keep their first round draft picks, and that that not even just the first round draft pick. Good players that we drafted, we aren't able to keep them because our culture isn't, I don't know what it is, but our culture isn't, they don't like it. Um, it's something about it that they don't like, and that's a problem. Um, We need our players to be here. And you can just run down the list. I mean, how many, since Dave Caldwell's been here, how many first round picks are here? Blake Bortles is gone. Um, Dante Fowler is gone. Jalen Ramsey is gone. It's like, what, uh, like, how do you build a team when everybody's leaving? It's hard to do that. And then free agents are only a temporary fix unless you get them young. I mean, free agents, they don't. They don't they're only here for two, three years. You know, we only got Calais Campbell for a good two years. Good three years, and then he was gone. Two, three years, and then he's gone. You trade him because you know that it's a rebuild coming. You get Calais, you get you get those type of players when you feel like you've built somewhat of a staple. You add the veterans in and they help push that team to the next level. But the players that you got that are the youth have to continue to grow, and that has not happened for us. It hasn't, and it's it's an issue. It's something that we need to have solved. It's a problem. I mean, Dave Caldwell has known and been consistently drafting pretty decent over the years, but if you can't keep the players, what? They're going to be productive for someone else. Allen Robinson should be productive for us. He was a player we drafted. He's in the Bears now, and he's and he's one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. That was with us. I, it's, it's it's astonishing to me that we can't keep any of our great players. And I mean, Yannick was like a third round choice, but still, that's a great player that we got in the third round, and we not we're not keeping him unless. My prediction stands. I made a prediction that Yannick would re-sign. When he's fired his agent, I said, okay, this is his chance to re-sign. I think he's going to re-sign, and they're going to give him a top three defensive end contract. But I don't know now. And I, I think Yannick... Doesn't I don't I think Yannick just doesn't want to be here. It's the culture. Whatever the culture is, he doesn't want to be here. And that's that's pretty sad when you drafted a player and he's never been in trouble. You know, he's been a quality football player since the moment he stepped on the field against the Indianapolis Colts. And It's it's just a blow. It's a blow to a team that is young. We're rebuilding. And things of that nature. So it really it really hurts when you have a guy that should be on this team. He should. Um I found out we signed Miller, the fullback. Um, Congratulations, Miller. If you make the team, you'll be our fullback. But I have a question for the Jaguars. He hasn't played in five years. And I don't know how he can catch up to speed. He hasn't played in five years, and his first year playing back after not playing in five years, Bruce Miller is playing in a pandemic. I'm curious to see how that goes. I like when Leonard Fournette has a fullback. I think I think he's I think he's really productive when he's when he has a fullback. I think the Jaguars are underrating Leonard Fournette. Um I've seen him improve every single year. Outside of the injuries last year, I seen him catch the ball out the backfield pretty good. It's just getting in the red zone and getting touchdowns. He was terrible, and that's due to the line. I just think the line and not having enough options. I mean, every team in the NFL knew they were going to give the ball to Leonard Fournette inside the five. (laughs) And when people know that and you don't have no type of... Unpredictability; those things happen. Um, one question I have: Why didn't they go sign Tommy Bohannon? He he had been on this team. I mean, why they didn't take a shot at him? I mean, he's sitting out there. He was there on our um our playoff run in twenty seventeen. I mean, why didn't they take a shot at him? He knows this offense he's a physical guy, tough guy. They could have took a shot at Tommy Bohannon, but they didn't. And we'll see what Bruce Miller does if he makes the team. If he makes the team, he'll be he's going to be the fullback, which will be a good sign. We need a fullback. Um I want to talk about Josh Oliver. Um Reports are that officially he will be out He's going to IR with a non contact injury. And I am in utter shock. I'm in utter shock that he is going to IR. He's going to IR. I am in utter shock. Um, we really haven't seen him. And it sucks it sucks we haven't seen him he's only got three catches in his career for what 15 yards three catches for 15 yards in four games he only started one I just can't I can't fathom it I can't fathom the fact that the second-year tight end is now going on injury reserve with a foot injury. To break your foot, I I thought this would be a great year for Josh Oliver. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing Josh Oliver on the field, and now that he won't be on the field... I'm curious about the tight end position. Um you look at our tight end position. I I I like to see somebody stretch the field and I was really expecting Josh Oliver to be that guy to stretch the field because he's 6'5", he's 249 and he has and he's fast, he's somewhat fast. He ran a 4.5, I think, a 4.6. And the uh, the NFL Draft Combine, so I was really looking forward to seeing him on the field, stretching the field, and miss you having time in the pocket to throw it to him, but I, I was really I was really looking forward to that, and now the tight end position, in my, my opinion, is kind of like, it's going to be very possession-based, which is not bad, but I would have liked to see Josh Oliver win the job and and just take it over. Um, Tyler Eifert, I mean, he's coming off of injuries. If he's coming off of injuries, (laughs) what is that? You know, so um, Josh Oliver rest up. We'll see you next year and hopefully we we get to see you on the field. We want to see you on the field. Um, That's one thing we want to do. We want to see you on the field and hopefully you'll, you'll, you'll recover and we will get the best of you the next season. Um Gunther, Gunther retiring was tough. Um, shout out to Gunther. Um, he's he was a quality player. I thought he was going to be a quality player on this team this year, and he is going to be retiring. Um, thought he would. I thought he would be someone that would help us defensively. Definitely on the line. I I thought the line was going to be a little bit inexperienced, a little bit. And I thought Rodney Gunther would be able to help provide some quality minutes, some quality football, and um, just special prayers for his family and him. Um, A severe heart condition. I just hope everything... I just hope everything is well, goes through well. Um, I know I I read a Michael, Michael DeRico, ESPN writer for the Jacksonville Jaguars, said he could require surgery, but I want him to get surgery. I want him to get well. I want him to get healthy. You know, it's more things. It's things better than football he has a family so it's a good it's a good thing I'm, I'm sad to see him get to the level that he's got in his career and he's going to be leaving um, he's going to step away and we wish him well here at JJC we wish him well I hope one day he can live his dream again. And, you know, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing. Gunther said there's a 50-50 chance that his surgery, that the surgery will fix his current health condition. And we just wish that it fixes it. We wish that, you know, at the moment... He doesn't fit the criteria to undergo the operation. But if he does, we hope the operation goes well. We'll be praying for you here at the JJC. You know, that was a quality free agent we signed that was going to replace Clayus Campbell that's now gone. Um, We wish him well. We wish him well. That's all we can say. We can wish them well. Um, The Jaguars are in a... They're rebuilding. We know they're rebuilding. But it's some things that we kind of want to see out of this season. You know? Um, There's some things we want to see out of this season. That we need to see. Um, one of them, for me and for us, is Leonard Fournette. We know that we rejected his contract, like his fifth year. We re- we we declined it, and I kind of am curious to see how Leonard Fournette responds because. This is a big year for him, and DJ Chark getting that respect might help him, and if Bruce Miller, is, if he makes the team and he's a quality fullback, if he makes the team, then we may have something there for Leonard Fournette. But I'm curious to see if Lunar Fournette's up to the challenge. I think he's up to the challenge. I feel like he's matured one million percent. I think a lot of things got overblown with him. But he's matured a lot. I feel like he's matured and he's he's a leader in this locker room. He's matured a lot. I would like to see more. Um He's one of the players that It's it's time to play um, It's time to play There's nothing to it but to do it Because If he doesn't this season And he gets hammed up with injuries Like his second season It could be somewhere where he's like Where he can be looked at as a bus And he hasn't been a bus But he could be looked at as a bus That the Jaguars let go And that is something that We don't want to have. Um, Especially when the quality of running back has changed. You can get a third-round pick running back that can put up numbers. I mean, Kansas City had Kareem Hunt. They drafted him out of Toledo, and he became a top rusher before he had the incident, and now he's in Cleveland as the backup. But, I mean, Chubb was a second-round pick. We drafted him in the top five. And for him being drafted in the top five, we expected a lot. He had a lot of hype. Supposed to be the next great big running back from LSU. So we thought that he might be that guy. And so far, he's been he his first year, he was everything we needed. I'm not even gonna lie, he was everything we needed. He led the playoffs in rushing. The second year, he was hammed up with injuries. And then last year, he was a big part of the offense. I think a lot of people don't want to give him credit, but he was a big part of the offense. Um, Career high in catches. And he did a great job running the ball. So I'm expecting to see what is on the plate of Leonard Fournette. um, What he's going to do this year. That is one. Another guy that I think we need to watch out is Minshew. I think the the national... I've talked to people regarding Minshew, and a lot of people don't think he's the answer. They don't. They They're unsure. He has intangibles... That you want in the quarterback. He has them. But I can't ignore how he started in the first half of the year. And how somehow when they start figuring him out, it dwindled a bit. When teams find out your tendencies, the great ones learn how to adjust. They keep the defenses guessing. And that is what I want to see out of Minshew this year. Um and personally in my opinion, I think he got shoved in the offensive rookie of the year. I I I think I think they just went with Kyler Murray crazy. He wasn't I don't think it was that big of a deal. I think it really wasn't. Kyler Murray didn't put up better stats than Minshew. Um uh, I think Minshew just I think Minshew Has those leadership qualities. People in the locker room wants to follow him. That is something that you can't teach. When somebody wants to follow you, you can't teach that. That's something you can't teach. He has it. And he has the charisma. The fans love him. He's marketable in a sense. With that, that Uncle Rico style. I I I I'm looking forward to see how much he's improved this year. And he's got a good he's got a good guy to him. He's got a good guy to him. Um our offensive coordinator has been a coach before. He's coached Andy Dalton, who has been a quality quarterback in this league. He coached Kirk Cousins. Jay Gruden can can coach. Um he coached Kirk Cousins. He put the right people in place to make her cousin successful. I'm very curious to see how he works with Minshew this season. Um I think the Jaguars can steal some games this year due to everybody is not everybody hasn't played. So everybody's going to be rusty. And um, when you're a team and you get the right attitude I think you can come out and steal some of these games. Still a couple of these games. And I kind of want to see Minshew. I want to see how he progressed from year one to year two. Um, Another player that I'm looking forward to seeing this season. If I don't say Josh Allen, I don't know. He's good. And he's good. But... On this young team, I got to see how he handles the attention because you're no longer just that pass rushing specialist guy because we got to check Kaleis and all of them. With this defense, you become the vocal point. And I got to see how you handle that. And I think he's going to handle it well. When I watched him last year, I immediately thought Khalil Mackish. I immediately just said, this guy reminds me of Khalil Mack. And the Jaguars hit it out the park with this one. I got to see the next level. And I know it's there. I know he can be that leader. Everything is primed up for him to be the leader of this defense. We got a veteran in Joe Sherbert. Joe Sherbert. Majority of the defense is young. We're going to have young corners. We're going to have young safeties. Miles Jack is young. The defensive line, for the most part, is going to be young. This is Josh Allen's coming out party. It is. It is his coming out party. And how can you not come out? That's, you know, how can you not come out in something like this? It's game time. And he's going to perform. And... Being at the fact that everybody's rusty, with that speed and quickness, I, I'm I'm thinking he's gonna he's gonna save us he's gonna save the defense many times this year. Um, I'm personally thinking that he may get sixteen sacks. I think he can get sixteen sixteen and a half sacks this year. Um, Force four four fumbles at least. I think he's that good, I think defenses the attention they give to him is gonna open up the doors for other players and I gotta see it and i'm i think i think i I think we will um another player we need to look out on the watch foe that I think, and I know this is not popular and i <sighs> david brian i I'm curious of him. Um, Taven Bryan is a guy that I think will be very productive for us. He's got speed. He's got quickness. I've seen him improve. He just hasn't had the time. And, And when you get the time, you get better. Last year... He played 16 games. He started eight of them. He had two sacks. I mean, I've seen him get a little more confident as he played. I really think he can be a quality player on the line, and he'll have every shot this year. I like this attitude when Calais Campbell was here. He was willing to learn. Those type of things go a long way. I think... This is the season where we find out if he's a bus or not um when they picked him at the twentieth pick, was it the twentieth pick? I think it was the twentieth pick um we thought why did they do that when they had other players there, but they picked him and I just didn't no no, he wasn't. He was twentieth ranked let's let's say that was he was twentieth ranked. And we picked them with the 29th pick. We picked them with the 29th pick. And when we picked them at the 29th pick, we skipped over these guys. I really want you to know this. At 31, Sony Michel. Okay, we have Leonard Fournette. 32, Lamar Jackson. As we look at now, we have Minshew, but tell me not a Lamar Jackson wouldn't run this team perfectly. Lamar Jackson's a running quarterback. Just, I mean, the Ravens are a running team. They run. Lamar Jackson's an MVP. Um, Nick Chubb was in the second round at the 34th, 35th pick. We missed out on him. Um and in the 36 pick these are guys picked 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 picks within it Darius Leonard we missed out on him as well um, Those are just a couple names that went after Taven Bryant in the next couple picks um, Sony Michelle, we saw what he did. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Lamar Jackson, we saw what he did. He's an MVP in this league. Nick Chubb, he was second leading rusher in the NFL. Darius Leonard, a multiple pro bowler. Big part of the defense. David Bryant, the choice is yours. Um, I, we got to see it. We know the, we know your capabilities. We've heard it. We've heard them talk about it. It's time to see it now. And I think he'll have, on this defense, he'll have a lot of opportunities to do so. So we're expecting to see something big. Um, we're expecting to see something. That's just as simple as that. Um we don't wanna see what we've seen the past two years or that bust is that bust is going up there. Um it's that plain simple. The bust is going up there. Um people will I mean I don't think I want to see my DN. I've seen him improve but I want to see him get to that level that we believe and know that we that he can even though a lot of fans don't think he can I mean he may I think he will it's it's no question that he will um topics 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 boom I got one Best draft pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Dave Caldwell era. What is his top five draft choices? Since he's been here, Dave Caldwell's been here for a considerable amount of time. And... Yeah. He's been up and down. We really haven't gotten to see his um his impact yet. I just feel like he's made talented drafts and just have not been able to successfully integrate the team as a solid team um so we'll go with, what's his top five draft, what's his top ten draft picks since he's been here? Um, general manager. Top, uh, uh, he's He's been here since 2013. Um uh, what would be one of his what would be his number one pick in my opinion that was number one? I think it's Jalen Ramsey. I don't think there's any question about that. Jalen Ramsey was picked in the 2016 draft, and I mean, when he came in, he approved this defense immediately in the secondary, and when he left, we saw the impact. Um, multiple pro bowler, all pro, was on his way to becoming a superstar, is a top three corner in today's NFL. Top five corner in today's NFL. I would say at five, that was a great choice, but if you look at four and one, I mean, all of them, all of them hit. I mean, Ezekiel, Elliott, they all, that, that was a good top five. I, I put that top five against a lot of people. Drafts, um, he would be number one. Um, number two. If we want to talk number two, number two. Mm, this is this is hard, and I I think I think I know where I'm going with this one. If we talk in quality. I would go with... (laughs) Brandon Linder at two. I know it's crazy. But Brandon Linder... Is a top center... In this NFL. And I can't... I cannot ignore it. And I know he has not made a Pro Bowl. He has not been paid attention to. But he has started 70 games. And he has been are one of our most quality players on the offensive line. He's not a pro bowler. He's not the flash and dash. In the NFL today, he's a top he's a top four or five center in the NFL. Brandon Leonard is a top center in the NFL. And for quality c- consistency Brandon Linder is number two on my list. It's number two number three um you can't pick no one from the 2013 draft for anything. Look at these picks for his first draft Luke Jokel, trash Jonathan Cyprin. Cyp- Cyprian, quiet. Dwayne Gratz. quiet. Ace Sanders, I remember him. I used to, I liked his, I liked his potential. Nah. Denard Robinson, shout out to Denard Robinson. Nah. Josh Evans, nah. Jeremy Harris Hi Jeremy Harris You play for the CFL now Um or play for the CFL I don't know which one he played there played there played there one of those Darius McCrae <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god this was such a terrible draft overall Nobody's still here. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to three. Um, three that was drafted. I am going to say, you know what? I'm saying in at number three. Um, and Dockway made an impact immediately. Um I remember his very first game against the Colts. He had like 3 or 4 sacks or something like that. He had 2 sacks or something. Um yeah, yeah, his first start. He he came in and he really did a good job. I don't know if it was like 3 or 4 sacks, something like that. But he had 8 sacks. That was a um that was a Jaguars rookie record. Um he was a big part the 2017 season. Um, He was all around the ball that season. I just remember him just being all over the ball. And I'm like, every time you've seen him get to the quarterback, he was making, he was looking to make a play. Um, He was a pro bowler that season. He has 37 and a half sacks 14 force fumbles 122 tackles two defensive touchdowns three fumble recoveries and he's a pro bowler he's been nothing but quali- quantity quality quality eight sacks nine sacks i mean his sacks went down from 2017 but he's just been a quality guy he's been a quality guy 2017 he had he was eighth in the, he was tied for eighth in sacks and was second behind Calais Campbell. He led the league with six forced fumbles. Mm. That's my number 3 choice, Yannick Andockway. The man's good and I I right now I wish he would stay. But he's not going to stay. But I wish he would have been able to stay. I hope he can stay. But he's not. Um, We're going to get into number four. And number four. This is number four. And I believe this is a great choice. And number four is going to be Miles Jack. Um, Miles Jack's number four. Why on earth is Miles Jack's number four? Well, he's been a quality linebacker. He's moved around, he's finally back in his position, which I think is going to be beneficial for him. But I think he's one of the better linebackers in this league. Very quality linebacker since he's been here. Um, 287 sa- eighty-seven tackles. He's got five and a half sacks. He's got one fumble, forced fumble. He's got two interceptions and he has one defensive touchdown. Um, we all know, we all know the slogan: Miles Jack wasn't down at AFC Championship game that decided to break our hearts he wasn't down he wasn't um when New England robbed us let's call it what it is new england robbed us they robbed us i think i'll never forget when he recovered that ball and he took off running and i just see the ref just say what what wait what hold on we don't know what just went on blow the whistle I almost threw my TV because that was our Super Bowl right there. We saw the momentum shifting. We didn't want to believe it was true, but it was getting there. And voila. It happened. He's number four. Um, Number five... number 5 number 5 is going to be ooh this is a tough one number 5 is a tough one because it may not be popular number 5 Um, but I think it's the right I think Leonard Fournette's number 5 um, oh that's tough because it may be Leonard Fournette, but I might. Who? No, I'm. A, I think I'm gonna go with them. I think I'm gonna go against the grain here at number five. Whoo! His draft choice. At, oh God, that was a quality draft choice. I'm gonna go with Telvin Smith here at number five. Um. Telvin Smith was nothing but, but sensational. I mean, we saw the talent right away in the the Cleveland Browns game, um, and I saw that I was like, he's a quality linebacker. I think he's going to be quality for us. Um, he was nothing. He was he was very solid. He was a very solid linebacker that. I think a lot of people underestimate it, but he was nothing but quality, every step of the way. He was nothing but quality. He played here four seasons before he officially retired, and I know he got into a load of things that, yeah, he just got into a load of of things and... Yeah, he just got into a lot of off-the-field stuff after leaving football. Um, We pray he finds peace and be on the right, peace and clarity. Um, But his four years here, he had 586 tackles, seven and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, three defensive touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Um, He was a Pro Bowl selection also. In the 2017 season, the Saxonville season. And he was second-team All-Pro in 2017. He was second-team. Um, I think if he could have been able to still play, we wouldn't have had as many issues on the defense. And when he left, it kind of was like, okay. It was like one of those things, like okay, things are starting to change now, and I, I, I those were some four quality years that he put together, and I, I can't ignore that. Um, so he'll he'll he's gonna sit at my fifth spot. Um, I thought he he could have been a he had a potential to be, uh. A Jaguar, great. He really did. Um, He did, and when he retired, people say he stepped away. I looked at it as retirement because don't nobody just step away like that. They don't. And those type of things happen. Um... We're going to run through number five. We're going to go... Wait, we did five. Six is going to be Leonard Fournette. Um, Leonard Fournette, we know, he's going to be number six. He's going to be number six. Leonard Fournette, he has so far in his career, 2,631 yards rushing, averages four rushes a game. That's his rush average. He has 134 receptions for 1009 yards, two receiving touchdowns and 17 rushing touchdowns. Um hasn't made a Pro Bowl. Hasn't made anything yet, but that's a good start to his career. Last year he showed that he's a quality running back. His second year, he had a he had a dud year. He was banged up with a hamstring and He just wasn't that good. He wasn't well. And he was a great player for us. Um, Number seven, we're going to go with Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. My man Blake is at number seven. Um... (laughs) He took us to the AFC Championship game, and I know people will say, "Oh, you know, it was the defense." But I watched, I watched Blake Bortles stay so level-headed, and I I can't ignore that he was level-headed his four years here. His completion percentage was 59%, which is pretty awful. But yeah, threw 103 touchdowns, 75 inners, 17,649 yards, and an 80.6 passer rating. Um, I thought I thought he was a Pro Bowl alternate one year, that year in twenty fifteen. His second year, he did a pretty good job and everybody was like, Oh, he came from behind, he came from behind. I mean, our defense was terrible so i really couldn't he he was supposed to take that next step in 2016 and he was a big part of the reason why we took we didn't go to the playoffs i felt like 2017 should have been 2016 and 2017 we should have been 2017 <laughs> i know that's kind of weird but i thought we should have been that um what else can i say i mean he's one of the better best quarterbacks in Jaguars history. Um he's top he's top three. I mean until somebody like Minshew comes in and steals the day, I mean he's he's top three. I don't know, that's crazy. Now I'm thinking about it, he's top three. Yeah, he's played enough to be top three. (laughs) Oh, he's top three. All right, number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. As of right now, we're just gonna go with um, we're gonna go with DJ Chark. Um, last year I think he did a good year. He made the Pro Bowl in twenty nineteen, so that's a good start. Eighty seven catches. 1,182 yards, 8 touchdowns. That's a great start. Last year was his breakout season. He has shown nothing but potential because he had 73 catches for 1,008 yards. So at number eight, we'll be looking to see him go forward. And I can't wait. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, But next year is going to be a big year because everybody knows he's the number one. He's the number one target. And every defense is going to be clued in on that. They're going to throw a, a double his way, and I can't wait to see how the offensive coordinator handles that. I can't wait to see it. Um, so he's number eight. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, that—that's where it gets ugly. And I'm—you mean, know what? Number nine, and and he's had some bad choices. Oh, my goodness. He's had some bad choices. But number nine, I, it can't be number nine. And I, I, at number nine, I'm going to go with, I don't want to go with it. But I think I am. I, I think... He only played here three seasons. Ah, Number nine will be... Allen Robinson. That will be number nine. I thought he could have been a multiple pro bowler for us. And I'm pretty sad that he wasn't because he left. And he had the horrific injury in 2016. But... He was a co-leader in receiving touchdowns in 2015. He made the Pro Bowl in 2015. Um, That year in 2015, he balled out. Him and Blake Bortles couldn't be stopped, couldn't be touched. You saw it. We loved it. Um, We just thought he could have had more. He could have did more. That's how we looked at it. I mean, his first season, he had forty-eight catches, five hundred and forty-eight yards. The next season, he had eighty catches, fourteen hundred yards, and fourteen touchdowns. And in twenty seventeen, I mean twenty sixteen, the man was da- the man was damn near almost there for a thousand again. He had seventy-three catches for eight hundred eighty-three yards and six touchdowns, and he was kind of frustrated at Blake Bortles. Because Blake Bortles cost us a lot of games in 2016 that we should have won. But he's going to be on the number 9 of this. He's number 9. Number 10. And number 10... uh, (laughs) Number 10 is going to be the last. The final. And I think he's got the potential to be more but I'm gonna go with you know what I'm gonna go with Josh Allen at 10 and it's only been one season but that's all I needed to know um I'm gonna go with Josh Allen at number 10 usually I pick a career who's had more quality but this time I'm just gonna pick Josh Allen at 10 for these reasons I seen enough um Last year, he had 10.5 sacks, 44 tackles, and he made a Pro Bowl. I think he's he made a Pro Bowl his rookie year. He also broke the rookie sack record. Um, he showed tons of potential, and this year will be his coming out party. I think he's going to be the next perennial Pro Bowl player. Um, That is the top 10. Of the best that Dave Codwell has drafted. Um, this the top ten that will wrap up our show. Um, thank you for checking us out. If you get a chance, check out www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com hashtag jags country. This is Andre. Um, shout out to the team at JacksonvilleJaguarsCountry.com. And have a good night. Thank you.